in today's podcast, I've got with me uh, Monica and Tom, and they are residents in our residency program. And we've brought in uh, Justin Ebert, who oversees that program. And today you're going to learn a lot more about residency at Sunnybrook Christian Church. Residency is something that you may not have heard about, especially, you know, I guess as our listeners are not just Sunnybrook people, um, but we have a program at Sunnybrook Christian Church um, that is called Residency, and uh, we have been uh, working on this in a way. We've had interns for a long time, but even before I ever got here, they were having interns, so it's just something that churches do and that Sunnybrook has done for a long time. We've had a whole new level of intentionality, and so... Uh, glad to have uh, the two greatest residents <laughs> that this church has ever had in its history. A distinction will hold tight with, <laughs> with Tom, with Tom and Monica. And I'm going to probably have to like tackle you guys to make sure that Monica gets an edge, uh, a word in edgewise, and myself, by the way. Uh, Monica, who's more than willing to share, um, but is definitely more quiet. So uh, I think you'll be blessed by hearing both from Tom and from Monica today, as well as Justin, who kind of works a lot, I would say, in our youth area, but one of the ways in which we even do ministry here is that we don't we don't have a, like a siloed perspective, and so a lot of the gifts and the abilities that Justin brings to the table fit very naturally to help us develop and run this residency program, and so um, why don't I just begin, Justin, I'll let even you start. What is residency at Sunnybrook? Um, what is it about? And uh, just d- describe maybe even why it came about. Sure. Um while I sip my coffee. There you go. I'll start with just the what. So our residency program is essentially from our, our, our school year, beginning in August, ending in April or May. And it's a time to come and for people who are interested in vocational ministry to be trained in doctrine, to be trained in ministry, to get practice in ministry at what I believe is a really healthy place with really solid doctrine so that they can then go out into churches and help churches be healthy. And that's kind of the goal. At Sunnybrook, just because of where we are in our current place, we don't have a church planting, um, um, not even just like a plan, but we don't have a like a network. Some churches sure. develop like this sure. whole organization to... To plant churches throughout the city yes. that they're in. And if you're in Dallas, that makes sense. Yes. Um, or if, if you even look at your, your church staff... And you want to be involved in sending people to Iowa or to Arkansas. Ours has been more uh, globally, mm-hmm. right? Raising up people and mm-hmm. trying to be involved with sending people throughout the world. So yeah. if we have a church planting passion or desire, it's planting churches in Poland and planting churches in, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. And it's have more... you heard about that, Justin? Yes, I have okay. heard. Anyway, so back to the seen. residency. Um, and it's not that we're like anti-church planting. It's sure. more just it's kind of happened as we've raised up disciples and they've decided to make disciples in other nations. That's happened. So we support church planting things. Yep. Um, but we just wanted to kind of take a next step toward helping other churches be healthy. And so we thought something that we could do well is train up people in the doctrine and in ministry and then send them out, prepare them for ministry. And so Tom and Monica are our favorite the best, and also our first residents. <laughs> first and second. We won't say which one is which. Oh, but wow. we literally have the gold medalist and the silver medalist mm. of our residency, mm. historically speaking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very true. That's awesome. Um, and so, actually, a lot of this also was born out of a little bit of a personal experience. So, 
nine years ago now, uh, I went through quite a change, and Jim was a big part of that, discipling me, pointing me to the scriptures. And over time, as I started to recognize the Spirit's giftings of me, started to realize I wanted to do ministry. And I was in this spot where, okay, I've got a year of my life that I'm going to be in Stillwater. I don't want to be a doctor anymore. don't want to be a baseball player. I want to do ministry, but can't move to seminary right now. Can't move to Ozark Christian yep, College. Yep. So I went to Jim and was like, hey, what do I uh, do? can I, like, work with you? Can I just hang out with you? And whatever, I'll be your janitor. I'll be your <laughs> intern, whatever you want to call it. And Jim did an awesome job of just, hey, Justin, come along as I do life and as I do ministry. And that was such a formative time of my life, him just res- giving even um, projects and responsibilities to some young kid who's been in the church but not been following Jesus or been in the scriptures actively and really trying to fan into flame a gift in me. and A gift, and and honestly, and I see it in the two of you as well, but it's a gift that I saw. So it's not just a matter of, uh, oh, yeah, you, you crazy wet behind the ear, Nigam Nugans, you know, I, I, I watched Elf. That's, I watched Elf, Canadian. Of, watched Elf a couple of months ago. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where I saw in you like a, a passion and a desire. I saw in you the opportunity. I mean, to me, it just made sense that I should make access into my life and into the way that I do ministry because I believe that that definitely would be something that uh, that I, I could see God's hand in your heart and in your life sure. and all of that kind of folding forward. And it's it's been a joy watching it in you guys as well. So, sure. yeah. So why don't I begin by just kind of, Monica, I'm going to throw it at you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, in terms of like where you're from. And um, you're not the typical, many of us go to a particular college and then get educated and trained and then start into ministry. That's not kind of your dynamic. So this isn't a helping people from Ozark or another college, Christian college, get some experience. And it's, it's, it's the residency program is much more than that. Um, so talk a little bit about in terms of like who you are and where you've come from and then how you fit into the residency program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm from the Tulsa area. I grew up there, um, was raised in church and started truly following Jesus whenever I came to college and had the opportunity. So I went to Oklahoma state for, all four years and (laughs) decided maybe in my last semester that um, what I was studying was not necessarily what God had for me. Um, The things that I learned were valuable um, and I truly don't think that I would be where I am now without that experience. But um, Jesus really put it um, good whenever he said, go make disciples of all nations. I don't know that. Um, I knew exactly what that was for me and I still don't. Um, But so the residency program for me was, hey, we see this in you. Um, You are ministering to people already. Mm -hmm. Why don't you come see what that could look like in other contexts? And so I decided to stick around for a year and stay at Sunnybrook where I'd been attending and then interned for the college ministry specifically specifically um my last semester and then stayed around so i've actually been at sunnybrook for a year but only in the residency program for probably eight months okay yep and your degree is in it's in speech pathology speech pathology yeah yep which is an incredible opportunity to help people in a in a very real way and yet the more that you were just naturally following christ and believing that hey this is kind of what god wants for me and then you began to see 
this could look like something different, something mm-hmm. that I didn't really see. Uh, yeah, I remember I remember you serving in our college ministry and just all the great things that I was hearing about you. Um, and so when it became an opportunity for you to join the residency program, to me it just made sense. I thought, oh, that's great. I'm glad we're going to have Monica here for a little longer. Um, Tom, talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I've uh, I've lived in the Stillwater area for 30, 30 years. I've been a member of Sunnybrook for gosh, probably 22 years, mm-hmm. um, just uh, working in the out in the world, doing my thing. I always considered uh, whatever I was doing to, to kind of be my ministry, okay. uh, whatever business venture, whatever job I held. Uh, but a number of years ago, about three or four years ago, I started really feeling like uh, I was being called to a true vocational ministry. And I'd had a number of conversations with Paul Weiss and yourself and uh, just trying to figure out what that might look like. Yep. And ultimately, kind of where I landed was, I don't know what God's going to have in store for me, but I know I need to be ready for whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And so part of that being ready process for me was uh, earning a degree, getting a degree from Ozark Christian College, which um, I'm getting to the finish line on. I'm excited Ooh. about that. When, what's uh, your What's your graduation date? Uh, the next spring. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. So you're a year away. Yeah, just just under a year away. Just That's under awesome. a year. That's important. Yeah. No. 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 Just no. under. Um, so uh, that that was certainly part of the the being ready process, and then um, uh, had a lot of opportunities to work in some of the ministries around Sunnybrook already. I uh, really enjoyed that, and so when the chance came to be part of a more full time aspect of of Sunnybrook and to, to experience more of it than what I'd seen before. I, I saw that just as a golden chance to, to truly bring that level of readiness to the to the next level. Mm-hmm. Justin, so, explain a little. Oh, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Yeah. Just, yeah go ahead. I mean, keep your thought. Something that was really cool about Tom and Monica was because is when we were developing this program and we were deciding, we really think we can launch this in uh, 2019. And it was so obvious that we had a couple people who fit that mold perfectly. And I I think what you you hear in their story is, number one, I was a committed follower of Jesus. Number two, that means being a committed member of a body of Jesus. Number three, serving within that and doing ministry already. And all even Mm. beyond that of maybe this is something I want to do vocationally. And so what would that look like? So a natural fit, and so it was really thankful for you all. We went through some formal stuff, like in the beginning, an application, an sure. interview, which really were like, hey, help us set up something for the future. We knew mm-hmm. that you guys would be a great fit, and that has proven true over these last oh, few yeah. months. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. so— it, Well, I love the fact that when our entire family ministry team took off to Dallas, they basically gave you their ministry mm-hmm. for like a week and said, okay, you guys go with it. And I mean, I, I remember hearing that that was the plan, and my thought was, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it just did; it just made sense. And so it it really is a matter of, um, uh, I don't know. I just I, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So Justin, talk a little bit about um, uh, the difference between uh, Monica the intern and Monica the resident. Monica the intern in college ministry, Cole, uh, who right now is doing an internship within our children's ministry. Um, it's, it's a little, this is something that's different. Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody's listening and maybe, I mean, I, I'm kind of hoping this gets out there and you're listening and you're from a Christian college in Roanoke, North Carolina, 
and all of a sudden you're going, wow, I, I, I would like to have something more than an internship. I'm yep. looking for something mm -hmm. more. Explain the difference between an internship and what we're calling residency. Okay, I'm going to cheat a little bit. What do you think the difference between an intern at Sunnybrook and a resident I at Sunnybrook is? Hmm. I think the difference would be mainly you already have a degree, so you have the background of being in college and having that experience, and then also you get to work within the variety of ministries, so you're not just assigned to one, and that's where you're planted for the whole time. You get to work underneath the entire staff and teach in a variety of contexts. What's the difference between the residency and being a ministry volunteer or even at some level a leader? Sure, so. sure. Uh, I, I think with the residency, it's more of a here. here is this, go and do it. And while you're doing that, if you have any questions, there's a lot of people behind here that will help you and guide you. And uh, even once you've gone out and done that thing, we can talk about it and, and maybe help you be better prepared, do it better next time. Uh, whereas an internship may be a little more of a, hey, come with me and, and we'll maybe do this together or maybe watch me while I do this. And so I think it, it brings the uh, responsibility and the opportunity uh, as a resident to the to a higher level sure. than sure. what you would uh, have available to you in an internship. No, internship. Yeah. That's okay, really how, how'd they do, Justin? No, really good. Okay, I, they've they've hit around because it would look bad on you if they didn't. Yep. By the way, well, that's no, ex that's yeah. exactly how the residency works. Justin gets something and says, "Tom, Monica, why don't you take this?" Steve, <laughs> we we would have to have a meeting. Call in the elders. Mm -hmm. Mark Indeed. Prather. Mark Prather. Ooh. Mark Thomas. Ooh. -hoo -hoo. The Gospel of Mark. The Gospel of Marks. Any, are there any other? Mark Ebert, maybe. My dad. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. Intern resident. So we had to have some actually pretty serious conversations. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do we think of interns? And we kind of came up with this general idea. Interns are for a, a shorter, yeah. for an yeah. indefinite yeah. amount of time. Yeah. It yeah. could be a, f a few months. could be a year or two. But they are more pigeonholed to a certain ministry. And it's mostly a task-driven opportunity. And that means the things that they're going to learn, a lot of it's going to be caught. Yep. So we, yep. we talk about the difference between caught and taught. Caught and taught. Caught type things are things that you just observe and experience and you learn from. And so as an intern here, you're going to be around us. You're going to be doing some things. And you're going to learn some things that may be even outside of your specific tasks. Um, that's a good thing. At the residency, it is more all-encompassing. You're not just the um, college resident. You're not just the student resident, the kids resident. You are a resident at Sunnybrook Christian Church. That means we want to give you a broad-stroke picture mm -hmm. of what we believe about church and what that means for the church at Sunnybrook and Stillwater, Oklahoma for this time, and how Jim and the elders lead this church some of our distinctive beliefs, uh, beliefs, how each of the ministries function within yeah, that. Yeah. And then yeah. part of part getting to know Jim and Justin and Ryan and Drew and yeah. Morgan and Jill and hearing their stories and hear how they implement it with the gifts that they have. So it is caught and it is taught. It's not just one ministry, it's our church. It's not just um, sitting in a classroom, yep. it's yep. reading yourself and then processing it and discussing it. It's us saying, you're, here's your responsibilities, mm -hmm. go do it. Go fail well, and we'll <laughs> pick up the piece along the way. And it's awesome because we haven't had a lot of those moments. We've had some times where it's like, hey, here's what I think would help you, or here's what I think um, you, you could have said differently. Truly refining moments, not like a 
wow, I can't believe we hired, or <laughs> 10 years ago, Justin, or I can't yeah, believe we hired yeah, yeah. Monica or yeah, Tom. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's been a real blessing for this round. Cool. Um, so what have been some of the things that you've learned? Tom, I'll shoot it back at you first. What are some things that you have learned about ministry? So just right. ministry, not college, not... Now, you, you can go down a path if you want. Sure, sure. What have you learned about ministry from the residency? You know, the, the opportunities that we've had for, for the very specific learning opportunities, whether it be the School of Theology or uh, book studies that we've gone through, uh, getting to meet with the other ministers and, and hear what uh, their philosophies are and how they handle uh, ministry, whether it be Zane and Beth talking about the kids or Drew talking about Orange and what that means or uh, Scott and Drew Moss last week talking about here's how we do college ministry. So what Tom is describing there is a time on Tuesdays, I believe, mm -hmm. the times I've been called in. I noticed you didn't even mention any of the times I came, but that's fine. No, no, no. Listen, I'm, I have a truly I have a tough shell uh -huh. and then a very tender middle. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what the doctor said. He's like a Pop-Tart. I was that's thinking what, of frozen, Jim, just think a of Jim frozen like a Reese's cup. That's what the doctor said. The doctor said, you know, when you get through the outer shell, you're pretty gushy. Uh -huh. That's what my doctor... Anyway, yeah, that's good. Um, so on Tuesdays, I think at 1.30, if I remember right, right? Because I'm usually coming in about 10 minutes late, Monica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually literally... Monica and Tom are already sitting there with Justin, and I'm like, okay. Sorry, I'm late coming back from the lunch appointment. But anyway, <laughs> your but on, third lunch appointment. My third lunch appointment. Yeah. But on on Tuesdays, you, you're sitting down, and and Justin's bringing in all these different ministers, and that's kind of what you were running through in your head, right? Right, right. Yeah. A very okay. intentional time of learning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's been fantastic. But just the opportunities in the uh, the hallways and in staff meetings, and you know, early Sunday mornings and and late Wednesday evenings to um, to learn as to here's here's what ministry really looks like. Uh, here's a part of ministry that everybody sees, yeah. but behind that, there's there's just so much more to to learn. And and the, probably the number one takeaway for me uh, is the ministry here at Sunnybrook is just the absolute unconditional trust in God that everyone has here. Hmm. And and you may go, well, that should kind of go without saying when you're talking about a church ministry. Sure. But to see it lived out yeah. day after yeah. day yeah. And, and the grace and the trust and the freedom that that trust in God brings to sure. literally every aspect of this ministry has truly been uh, a blessing to see. That's awesome. Monica, what has, what has residency, I'll restate it again, what has residency taught you about ministry? Yeah, I think that hopefully this isn't just specific to Sunnybrook, sure, but sure. Sunnybrook staff functions as a family. And so I think that the way that the staff interacts in the office or the way that they speak truth over one another or spend time in each other's homes. I think that the church as a whole, I've always known to be a family, but just to see it lived out day in and day out. Um, and the staff has been really eye-opening for me, just the way that it functions in the way that um, it's just been um, probably the most valuable thing mm. to sit in my office and hear throughout the halls just conversations about, hey, I'm struggling with this or, hey, mm. this text is confusing. Do you have any extra knowledge? I think that's been the <laughs> yeah, most valuable Yeah, that's usually thing. me yeah. looking for help. Um, <laughs> that's but, a huge part of it, like no, what she's hitting no, on. No, it is a know? huge yeah. part of it. Like both of what you're hitting on, and honestly, that's – so I came from a college context where I was a college professor, and it was even how I did mentoring back then, was I would have a young man like Justin, before Justin ever came, a guy named Steve Anderson came up to me and said, man, I'd love for you to mention me, Professor Johnson. And I would say, 
yeah, I don't know quite what that looks like. And I really don't know if I want to sit in a group with six guys and I don't want to create another class. But if you want to just kind of jump along in my life, then I would love to and we can meet and have breakfast and just talk. And, you know, and that's kind of always been a little bit of my M.O., so to speak. Uh, I, I get class time. I don't even mind being a, a teacher, but I, I really get the let's come alongside. And it's something that we care a lot about. In, mm -hmm. one, in one of the sessions, I think I, I shared with you that Tom has long forgotten uh, as we kind of walk through the humble, hungry, smart. Yeah. But on the relational aspect of things, we, we often talk about if you don't have a relational component, which you're describing, um, you're not going to you're not going to like it here. Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't like the sometimes hard work of of uh, developing a relationship and maintaining relationships and tough conversations and loving conversations and being op honest and open and vulnerable. Like if you're not that, you're not going to like it here. You're going to feel disconnected. And, and we don't mean that as a negative thing. We really mean it as a let's be open. Let's be honest, because it really is at the very heartbeat. What you described in terms of the trusting God piece and what you described in terms of the, the family dynamic piece, I think is what's missing in a lot of churches. Mm -hmm. And, and our sermons talk about being family and our sermons talk about as a mm -hmm. church being that way. But if it's not at, if it's not that way at the core, mm -hmm. and, and honestly, I would even say, you know, going back to that's hard to do and it's even hard to replicate. And honestly, one of my biggest concerns about the residency program, and I, I, I promise you, I don't think Sunnybrook, Sunnybrook has a lot it could learn and a lot it could do better at. Um, but I do think we do a great job of loving one another yeah. and extending that love. I think you felt it before you were ever, right? You felt that oh, yeah. before you just yeah. got an office, right? Like we were already sharing that with you. Absolutely. And it's so important that not only do we continue to do that, but that's one of those things that it's it's really more caught than taught. Mm -hmm. that, that You can't put that on, on a syllabus. Right. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this document that I have open here, my handy dandy notebook that I made, I mean, 2018, early 2019, when we were having some real yep. conversations yep. about this. What it would look like. The why, like the other big one, other than build up and send out church leaders, is spread the health and the unity that we have. Mm -hmm. We do have a healthy leadership and staff, and we want to help spread that. And we do have a pretty unified team, which unifies on our trust in the Lord and the fight that it constantly takes to keep a family on task and loving and liking each other, you know, when hard moments come up. Sure. And some of seeing the good, the bad, the ugly of that and coming on the other side and truly saying this is the family we have in Christ is 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 it. You know, so Yeah. Um so like I'm gonna ask you guys where where are you going from here? I'll start with you again, Monica. So you're a college intern and probably at some level because that's kind of where you were naturally but then mm -hmm. I, I can see you being involved. You're so quiet. And yet every time you speak or teach or do something, I'm always like, wow, this girl brings a lot to the table. So I always enjoy that. Um, so is college or, say, women's discipleship or kind of that, you know, training and, and uh, kind of helping women grow in their spiritual walk and understanding or with college students? Where are you headed? So I have a lot of things that I could say that I don't know about that. Um, there's a few things I do know. I'm getting married in May. Uh, of course so. you are to a wonderful, wonderful mm -hmm. young man. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that will determine a lot of the where. Sure, um, sure. But I do know that in some level and in some context, I do want to definitely be doing some sort of women's ministry. That was the reason that I decided to do the residency program in the first place was to – 
encourage girls who I see at places in my life that I was and to speak truth into them and to um, just share the gospel with them on a real level Mm -hmm. and ask them the hard questions. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure where it will be, but I know that that will be a part of it. Um, And I definitely want to be a healthy member of a church somewhere. So I don't know if that will be on staff at a church or if that will be as a small group leader on a Wednesday night or um, something like that. But yeah, so I'm not sure exactly the what uh, or the where or the context that it will happen in, but I do know um, the things that I have learned here will definitely help me minister at some level. So when we think where, sometimes we think geography, but when you're saying where, you don't even even know... Do you, do you know like what age group that God might be no. more? So you don't even have one of those. Nope. Okay. Which by the way, I, just for the record, like I, that is my favorite. <laughs> Which he teaches. I like, teach that a lot. I, I that. really have no, I don't even know if I care. I really don't. There yeah. are times I look at what Zane does and I just go, I kind of wish I could do that more. I wish I could sit down with, with Sophie and just, so who is Jesus? I think I could learn a ton. I think that I could have such a kick. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I just, yeah. I've always felt that way. And I've literally, I've done children's ministry. I've done junior high ministry. I've done, you know, high school ministry and I've done college ministry. I mean, I've done it with every age group and every, I'm probably more suited for certain ones, but every one of them is valuable. And I just, I actually, when you say that stuff, Monica, I'm just like, I'm so glad that you just love the Lord and you love ministry and I'll see where it goes. Yeah. I mean, I just think there's su- something that is so refreshing. I remember a guy, and then I loved your idea of the church too. A guy walked into my class, my very first, I think it was my first, if not, it was one of my first homiletics classes that I taught at Ozark. And uh, I always ask, so what year are you in? And you know, what are your plans? And this guy just said to me, he was, I think he was in his sophomore year and I'm here and uh, my long-term plan is to be an elder in a church. And I think he wanted to go on to go to law school or something like that. But he just said, and so I'm here at Ozark to get a degree in Bible because I want to be an educated elder in the church. Hmm. And it just, I mean, first time I'd ever heard anybody articulate it like that, which is what I saw in my father and really appreciated. But man, I'll take a hundred Monica's, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I'll take, we'll take, we'll take, yeah. I'll take seven Monica's. I'll take three Monica's mm-hmm. that just walk into a church and go, wow, you, the depth that Monica will be able to offer, whether she, they stay at Sunnybrook or they, you know, in Stillwater or they go somewhere else, what a blessing they would be, yeah. right? I think, so. you know, you're articulating something really biblical that our great, our call is actually to love the Lord, our God, to follow Jesus. Like that's, that is our call. And we're commanded to make disciples. And you can do that in a lot of different contexts, a lot of different places for a lot of different ages. And, you know, where you are, you're going to be doing that. I believe that about you, and I believe that about Barrett. A little bit of like a, hey, any churches that are looking for really healthy young couple, they're about to be looking for that. (laughs) I would go after them, you know. A young woman who could lead a you know, a kid's ministry, a junior high ministry helps so much in women's discipleship area. A young man who is sharp, yep, who yep. loves the Lord, and I think going to be a, a great team. I caught him in Scott's office the other day going through a lesson he was about to teach. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Tom, so what's what's it look like for you from, yeah. from here? You, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of kind of a cliche-sounding answer, but I, I hope it doesn't come across as cliche, <laughs> that, that truly I'm, I am open to wherever God's going to lead me next. Uh, my my thought up to this point has been be ready, and uh, there, there's times when I would man I'd love to know now what that looks like, sure. but there's some times when I really just kind of enjoy that that almost 
kid anticipating Christmas morning mm-hmm. feeling of waiting to see what God has in store for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one of the things that I've just loved about this residency is the ability to experience all of the uh, ministries that Sunnybrook has. Uh, so I, I, I've been focused uh, primarily on men's ministry up to this point, but being able to see what junior high ministry and kids ministry uh, looks like. Uh, gosh, if I end up at a, a, a church somewhere around here, uh, uh, being able to preach at that church and, and minister in that church, uh, that, that's just so valuable to be able to mm-hmm. look back to a, here's how our kids' ministry could look and be able to model it off of such a solid foundation. So um, I love Sunnybrook. I love the people here. I've got deep roots in yeah. Stillwater, yeah. Uh, deep roots at Sunnybrook. Uh, I'd love to be a part of this in uh, some way moving forward. Uh, but I, I can say that because I can say with such confidence that but whatever's got God's got in store yeah. for me, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Yeah. So it's really hard. I mean, you know, that's one of the things about the residency program is we fall in love with everyone going through it. And I mean, I, I, I speak for our elders. I speak for our staff. Um, I think I can speak for uh, I know I can speak for our men's encounter or I could speak for uh, all the young ladies that you are having a pretty serious impact on right now, Monica, and just really grateful kind of for the work that uh, that you guys have done and it's just really really neat something that I think really cool is that Tom has been doing men's ministry at a deep level mm-hmm. like not just beginning now but helping lead encounter and lead school of discipleship and really take men under his wing and ministering to some very specific individual students even who need his godly wisdom and actually preaching a lot on Sundays at a few different churches around right, here. Right. Yeah. Something that – go ahead. No, I was just going to say, he taught last night for me uh, in our WNS, which is a rather – you know, it's an hour-long Bible study, which mm-hmm. is different than a sermon. And, and in some sense, there's just a lot more you need to know to talk for an hour is is, is – there's a lot you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> and thought I did a great job. So if you want to hear Tom teach, um, if you go to our website and, and just pick up what he did in our WNS and John 10 and our series right now on the teaching of Jesus, I think you'd be blessed. Yeah. Something that Ozark does for some of the churches around their media area is give preachers out. So a church will say, hey, our preacher's gone or something happened. We need someone to come preach. Um, and so that's a, a great union. I, I love the idea of Sonia being able to do that for churches around. Hey, we need somebody that um, can come teach for a weekend, and we trust you all in your doctrine and the teaching you have. And to have somebody like Tom that we can with 100% confidence go and send to Perkins and to Morrison and to Scheidler and to insert city of Oklahoma here, right. that's, a, that's a really cool thing to be able to do for the kingdom. So. There's somebody from a Christian college hearing this who's graduating soon and has heard, I mean, a lot of big, big, big churches have huge residency programs. So it's not like we're the only ones that are doing this. Um, and, and we're just doing it kind of to scale, right? Like a, right. we're a church of this size. And so we have, we'll probably try to have two to three because there is some remuneration that we try to kind of put back. So it's not, it's not something, some residency programs, you have to go raise your funds. Um, and although it's not a job per se, we do try to make it as, uh, as easy on you as possible, recognizing yeah. the work that you do and wanting to make it as, uh, just as, 
as, as helpful as possible. So there is some of that involved. So if there's somebody that's hearing about it or there's somebody that's at Oklahoma State or somewhere else that would love to spend an extra year or there's someone actually in our church right. who's been here for a long time who's beginning to consider. We get this all the time. I can think of like three or four right now who are people who are a part of our church who are going, wow, as I grow in Christ, I'm wondering if my responsibilities look different and I wonder if I need to grow. So there's different contexts about people who might consider the residency program. Um, and I'm assuming the two of you would say thumbs up, like you should consider it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So Justin, what, what should they do? How, yeah. how, and what should they do to get in and what, what the deadlines look like and what is the um, admissions process and what is the application process look like? Yeah, first and foremost, kind of, even before that, it's it is for people who've graduated college or have adequate life stage. Yep. To meet that, um, and it's for people that are interested in vocational ministry. And so it's not just a hey, you've graduated, don't really know what to do. This would be a fun spot to be, or hey, I can at least get a little bit of money here instead of having to pay a bunch of money, raise a bunch. Of, no, that's that's really not what it is. Um, truly, it is for people who have graduated, are thinking about vocational ministry, whether their undergrad is in pathology or theology. Guns? Is there an ology of guns? I, I not gunology. I think that's that life experience you're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but the next step, if you're really interested, you've heard these podcasts or you've heard people talk about it, um, it's to contact us. Let us know. We have a we have an application um, on our website that we would. Uh, we'd and when he says us, he means him. Me, Justin Ebert, J Ebert at sunnybrookcc.org is my email. J E B E R T. J Ebert. Sunnybrookcc.org. Um, I am your residency director. So any questions you have, ask me. I will send you um, our application. And we are trying to get those in in the, in the next couple of months because people need to know what they're doing, you know? And so. If and it starts when? It starts in August. So it'll start uh, August 1st, August 15th? Uh, I think August 10th, off the top of my head, is the, it's kind of the, mu- the week before our big week of launching things here at Sunnybrook. Okay. And so you may come a little bit before that. That'd be fine. Uh, maybe you don't live in Stillwater, and you're like, ah, I, I don't have anywhere to live. We'll help you figure that out possibly. Yeah. If, you, yeah. if, if, yeah. if you're a fit and, and we want to, to, to make it possible for you to be here. So um, – Email me. We'll send you the application. We'll start that conversation. Justin has done a an incredible job in managing this. You know, I think there's mm-hmm. a number of ministers that would do a good job yeah. loving and helping you guys along, but Justin is a an eye dotter and a T crosser far more than I am, and I've been really grateful for uh, the extra level of work and attention and love. Even I think that he's shown you absolutely. Um, uh, so that's great. Before I have a last thought, any last thoughts, Monica? Anything you want to? You don't have to have, I promise you. Nope. No. <laughs> no, I get it. Tom, anything you want to add? You know, just as a, a longtime member here at Sunnybrook, uh, I, I love this residency program. Mm-hmm. I, I love how Sunnybrook is so kingdom-minded and how the, the leadership at Sunnybrook has found another way to uh, just work for God's kingdom mm-hmm. by preparing ministers to go out and spread the gospel. And, and I just, I look forward to five, 10 years from now, being able to look back and say, gosh, there's 25, 30, 40 ministers out there that yeah. kind of have that Sunnybrook DNA in, yeah. in what they're doing. And um, as a member of the church, I, I love that aspect of it. So we're like Sunnybrook CRISPR, Steve. 
some of you got that joke. If not, you need to go to Radio Lab. Look at CRISPR. C R I S P R. There's no e in that. It's a reengineering the DNA ministry. Um, then I'll, I'll close with this. You know, it's it's interesting because when I left the college, the one thing I was going to miss was being with people like yourselves at that particular point in time. Um, and, and not just teaching New Testament introduction or teaching homiletics or hermeneutics or issues of interpretation, but um, just the, the whole ministry aspect to be able to say, hey, listen, this is what I believe about ministry and this is what it looks like. And um, I've often wondered and prayed about, God, do you want us to become a church planting church and to raise up church planters? And as much as I would like that to be in terms of our size and our location, it just seems like this becomes something that we can do. Mm -hmm. And when I look about what are, I mean, one of the ways in which I try to assess what God is doing is I look at, I, I look at who we have and what we're about. And I, I look at our team. I look at what it would be like for a young man to, to kind of get a sense of, of not just what Steve does in ministry, but Justin and Ryan and Diane and Paul. And, and you look at the, the wealth of uh, not just experience, but just the the health of our ministers and then us coming together, the grace, trust, and the freedom that you mm -hmm. talked about, Tom, becomes a really important thing. And and so this has been something that has been on my heart-ish, and to see it come to fruition over the last two years or so, and then to, to believe where it's, I think, going is just really, really neat. I love the fact. I I will miss you two in particular um, as time goes on, you know, uh, and who knows what, what God's going to do with that. But um, you guys have truly been a blessing and a joy. Um, if you're listening to this and you want to experience that in order to be a blessing and a joy. You know, we pray a lot around here, and I, th mm -hmm. I think I stole it from Piper. I know I stole it from somebody. For the glory of God, for the benefit of others, and for our joy. Um, you guys have been that. And uh, I'm hoping there'll be lots and lots more. So thank you, three of you, for coming in and being a part of this podcast today. Thank you. God bless. Blessings.